Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another fabulous night of broadcasting on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's host is Tony Stallings in Tony Stallings Live. Tony Stallings Live is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. All comments made tonight do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or Tony Stallings, or the host. And now, without any further ado, we allow you the pleasure of listening to Tony Stallings Live. Due to the sensitive nature of tonight's broadcast, listener discretion is advised. Give Tony a call tonight at 323-784-9638. 323-784-9638 and press 1 to speak to Tony. Time. It's February the 10th, wherever you are in the United States, 
and you are connected spiritually to the soul of America Radio. I'm Tony Stallings. This happens to be Tony Stallings Live, and I happen to be Tony Stallings. That's, it, they, ain't that a coincidence? <laughs> um, I have spent the last hour uploading crap that I've been doing the last um, last day or so, and I haven't had a chance to really prepare nothing. Um, but as you all know, um, I've got a hot topic tonight, and I can see that the lines are already full. Uh, people wanting to uh, uh, find out what I'm ranting about, you know. Um, I'm sure everybody's been checking out the news and so forth. But I came across something. Y'all know I'm like Joel Osteen. I like to start off with a little something weird. He likes to start off with something funny. I just like to start off with something weird. I just thought this was a trip, man. This don't happen at black colleges. Um, dude was at a, at a college in the library, and uh, I'm not even called names to really get into the story, but I just thought it was real strange what Caucasian people do for fun. Um, uh, I'm going to use some terminology that I really don't care to use, but it's after nine, and if the kitties are not in the bed, go ahead and tuck the little blessings away. Uh, I've got one or two things to say. I don't cuss. I don't cuss, but i got a few things I wanted to say. <laughs> this story is about a gentleman who was 19, and he was arrested at a Mississippi junior college after he allegedly wrote a note on a piece of toilet paper on Tuesday, and it contained the word bomb. Now, this note got 11 emergency agencies to respond to the school. But guess what? There wasn't no bomb, not at all. Now, this gentleman and his family uh, contend that he was only explaining the joy of passing gas or farting in the library. You don't find this at HBCUs, I'm telling you. He was in the restroom doodling on some toilet paper. He says, we're from the country, and he calls what we call passing gas bombs. And his aunt, who wouldn't give her name, I wonder why, said <laughs> he put he passed gas. He passed a bomb in the library, she says, and somebody came in and found it and gave it to the teacher and recognized his handwriting. And it was all blown out of proportion. And he was arrested and held on $20,000 bail. And is convicted for threatening to, quote, blow up the school. He faces 10 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. And his aunt says he earned straight A's at the junior college and was scheduled to graduate in May. But... He liked passing gas in the library. Now, how in the world did this even get on paper, on print? I don't even know. You're not going to find a story like this in any HBCU in the nation. We do stuff, real stuff, like hazing. <laughs> we haze. We don't worry about passing gas. If we're going to get cases, we're going we're gonna to kill somebody. We're going to haze somebody. We're going to beat somebody. We don't, we don't pass gas. Anyway... Um, I I apologize. My I have had a full week this week, 
And um, for the most part, I've got a guest. I have got a guest. Let me tell you all something. After the break, I'm going to bring out a young lady. I idolize her. She is a YouTube rock star. And um, and we have her in the Soul of America Radio Studio. She's in the green room, in the green room, presently eating cheese and uh, wine back there, being babied and pampered. And I think the makeup artists are working on her now to bring her on to the show. But I really, I, I was flipping through YouTube re- researching for the for the show tonight, and I came across her her YouTube video and. Um, she said everything <laughs> that I wanted to say. And I'm like, if she's got enough guts to get on YouTube and fight off these people like me, I would love to have her on the show. So my people got in contact with her people, and her people got back with my people and arranged for her to be on the show. Ain't that great? Ain't life good? Ain't like ain't God a good God? So anyway... Um, she's coming up right after the break, and she's going to hang out with us as long as she can. And um, if, if, you, if you are anywhere within earsight, go ahead and tell some friends to log in because uh, this young lady is phenomenal. And later on in the show, I believe Cam I Am is going to be on with us. Uh, Cam I Am had a function to attend with her with her daughter. And uh, and so she's, uh, she's out partying. If you check Facebook, she loves to upload her pictures at these functions. Now, let me get into this before the break, and then we're going to bring this young lady out, and we're going to chat a while and get into the topic. Um, let me say this. Let, let, let me give let, let me give heads up on this topic tonight. Now, everybody knows um, uh, I've been I've been posting videos about this topic, and and I I mean I have gotten a lot of different reactions about doing this topic tonight. And it's called Sex, Pimps, and Kings, Secrets of the Black Church. And um, a lot of people, um, I I got some flack, you know, for for having this particular show. Um, Even people on the staff were divided about me doing this show, Um, not necessarily verbalizing that, but had situations uh regarding me doing it and uh, I, i've gotten some emails i've gotten some text messages and uh i'm pretty sure after the show i'm going to have a ton of scriptures on my facebook page where they're going to be posting all these scriptures and, and forgive them and just pray let me go ahead and say this right now um if you're going to call us tonight and say, get your mouth off the bishop, all the things I listed, or get your mouth off the man of God and, and just pray and forget, I want you to call. Don't don't get me wrong. I would love to have you call. And we're not going to pick you apart, but I just want to see what goes on in your head and find out what makes you tick. Because I've got some things to say about that tonight, and I, I'm probably the only person other than my guest who has enough balls to say it. Um, it seems as though um, uh, people have a problem. I mean, I've got some other stuff I'm going to bring out tonight in relation to that after the break. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's really, in all seriousness, people, um, it's really a serious issue for me because um, 
on the flip side of this, you you have people's lives who are being destroyed. You have people's manhood who's being taken. You have little girls whose childhood is being taken. You have an array of people having to get psychological counseling, but then you got the majority of them afraid to come forth and admit to something because of the crap that goes on when people um, get accused in the black church. So um, with that being said, I, I welcome the callers. Right now, I'm not taking calls. I see some people got their hands up. I'm not taking calls right now, and I may not for a while. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get to the break, and after the break, we're going to get deep into the topic. You know me. I'm going to keep it real on Tony Stalin's live. I don't sugarcoat. Uh, I shoot from the hip. John Wayne would have done it. <laughs> and I got a producer tonight, if she's awake. Um, uh, type in something if you're awake, producer. I don't know if she's really producing or over there having a set, whatever. Type in something on the board if you are awake, producer. Hello? Okay, thank you, thank you. I just want to make sure you was awake, that's all. So if you get a person that answers the phone, uh, uh, be nice to her. That's the producer, and she's going to be getting information from you. Now, I'm going to go to a break, and when I come back, the rock star YouTube legend is right here in the studios, and I don't want you to go nowhere and miss it. So um, tonight we've got the topic uh I just said it, uh, actually, um, sex, pimps, kings, and secrets of the black church, and we're going to get into it. So get everybody in your family, get Uncle Buck, um, get Junior them, get uh, Mama them, Sister them, Auntie them, tell them we're ready to roll, we got a YouTube rock star. We got Cam on the way. You got Tony Stalls. We'll be right back. Get into the show. Don't go nowhere. Lots more coming up right here on the Soul of America Radio. Listening to Tony Stallings live on the Soul of America Radio. My name is Bernadette Stannis, and you know me as Thelma from the TV show Good Times. And I am hanging out with Tony Stallings. On the soul of American radio. Ain't we lucky we got em? Goodbye. Every Thursday night at 8 o'clock p.m., here on the Soul of America radio, you be sure to tune in and listen to Dr. Bo, also known as Big Easy. Big Easy 
host a segment called Let's Straighten It Out, in which we work out or help you work out relationship issues, whether it's parent, child, friend, co-worker, or even the special love of your life. You can call Big Easy right here at 323-784-9638. 323-784-9638. So throw everything else you got to do on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Throw it out the window. And you tune in right here to the Soul of America Radio and listen to Big Easy. And now, from the studio of the Soul of America Radio, here's Tony Stallings in Tony Stallings Live. Get on the air tonight with Tony at 323-784-9638. And if you're holding right now, press 1 to speak with Tony. Coast to Coast Talk Radio from the Soul of America Radio. I felt mm-hmm. like I needed an avenue to express myself. 
And so YouTube was that for me. So when I first started, it was just, I just started talking about any type of current event that was happening. And, you know, because a lot of people would always tell me, you have a very interesting uh, insight on certain things. So I was like, well, YouTube is a perfect, you know, opportunity for me to just share this with people. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just, I started taking current events first. And then I would, you know, family members and stuff, we would have conversations and I would talk about some of the things that we talked about and oh, what some of the things I went through in relationships and religion. I just talked about everything, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I got to admit, um, I did that for a while, but I wasn't bold enough to talk on it. You know, I just did videos where they watched. Um, but I always yeah. do no comment on mine. But you, I ain't lying, you put you, you don't care. You ask for comments, and when they come back with something crazy, you do another video. <laughs> you do another yeah, video. I, you come I, back I, and say, hey, look, I, look, give me some comments and tell me why you said what yeah. you said. And yeah, I, I pretty like much disable like my comments, so I, I admire you. I, I really do. Yeah, and uh, I, go ahead, do, you I, do, I like the exchange. I like to be able to have the you know the flow of dialogue because I feel like I don't know everything, you know, and I mm. feel like there's an opportunity for everybody to learn. So you know, I don't think I'm right about everything. So I want to know what other people think, and I try to do it. I try, if I disagree, I want to disagree in a respectful manner. So you'll keep talking to me. You know, I want us to keep talking and interacting. So. Now, now, just so people won't think I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't get cards and letters. Tell me the cute nickname that you got <laughs> for yourself on YouTube. The oh. cute nickname that I, I really like it. <laughs> what, what, what is that cute nickname? It's it's uh, fat chick skinny, and let me just tell y'all why I came up with that. <laughs> I came up with the name because um, I felt like you know people have you know certain. Things they develop certain beliefs and stuff like that, and people are like, "Well, I don't want to say fat chick. I don't want to call you fat." And it's like, it's okay. You see that I'm a big chick, and if right. I'm okay with saying fat chick, then you should be okay with calling me fat chick. You know, because, <laughs> you know, I I understand that people, certain people come from places of meanness, and a lot of other people come from places of love, and I can distinguish between the two. So I know that you're not being mean to me when you say it. You know, I understand that. So I'm comfortable with it. So fat chick skinny was okay, and and I think you you I've seen you use fat chick before, right? Yeah, I use I use uh, fat chick skinny or just fat chick is fine either one. Man, I love it. I love it. I love it. And look, I can say this and look at this. Hey, fat chick. See, I I I feel I feel better. I feel relieved. I don't feel like I'm putting any pressure. <laughs> I got a fat no, chick on no. the phone. I love it. I love it. I love the concept. <laughs> and exactly. I, and you know that I know that we know that you know that it don't mean nothing. It's just I love it. So yeah. I wanted to give people just a small taste of, of some of your uh, dialogue. And, and this dialogue here in particular, you know, I had it all written out, and I, and I don't have a, a, a flipping thing now written out. But this dialogue is regarding the uh, Eddie Long situation and uh i'm gonna try to talk to you and upload another one but i just want to give them a taste and i'm gonna talk about it when when it plays so here ladies and gentlemen is sean aka fat chick skinny hey folks i just want to hop on really quickly and address some of the comments from my any long video because um i got a lot of comments where people were like you know saying that we should forgive him and we should move on, uh, move past it. This was in the situation that occurred was in the past, and that we, you know, 
forgive him. Um, but I'm I have a very a, a difficult time with uh, processing forgiveness for a person who isn't remorseful or who hasn't even admitted to doing anything wrong. So it's like, what am I forgiving this person for? Like, what exactly? I don't understand. You know, to me, when someone says give and forgiveness, there's, there's a, you know, it's understood that something has happened. Somebody's been wronged, someone's been hurt or something. I don't know where we are with this. He has not admitted to uh, any of the charges, you know, from the, the case. Well, he said a lot of court, but he hasn't admitted to anything. So why would he need forgiveness? You know, I don't understand. Um, and then, you know, this is a person who allowed grown men to pack him around on stage and allow himself to be wrapped in a scroll and called a king. He allowed this, you know. He has some control. He could have said, no, let's not do that, you know, but he chose to do it. So this is, the thing about this is um, the fact that he paid these guys millions of dollars and um, is still acting like this narcissistic person and doing just really odd things and people continue to follow him like sheep um, and defend him when he isn't even acknowledging anything. Why are you defending him? He hasn't even said he did anything. Why does he need to be forgiven? He hasn't done, he said he hasn't done anything. <laughs> you know, he hasn't admitted anything. What are you defending him for? It's like people are programmed to do this. Information. You got to say what happened, and then 
the other part of it is you have to do something. It's a call to action. You know, you got to do something about it because it's something, something happened to someone. There's a victim out there. We have to address it, you know, and it's like people want to forgive and then gloss over, put it in the past, forgive, pray and move on. You can't do that because things spiral out of control and you get a person who pays off accusers. Next, you get a person who allows himself to participate in the coronation. These things, it's like a progression of things. We have to, at some point, address the issues, you know, and I don't think people are ready to do that. No, no. And, and, the, and the problem is that I found when in in especially in the black church for some reason or another the only other church outside of the black church that allows this is the catholic church and the yeah. catholic church they'll molest a boy or two or three and they'll say okay uh let's move him to pennsylvania yeah mm-hmm. pennsylvania then he gets to pennsylvania and he, he molests two or three more boys then they say god dogger we just moved him well, crap! Move him, move him to, move him to uh, uh, Idaho. How many boys you got? Move him to Idaho. Well, one thing about it, they're addressing the fact that he's doing something, and he's not. Apparently, they don't. I don't know the, the Catholic way of doing things, but they're just going from city to city to city. Now, in this particular incident with with Long, what really burns me up is the fact that if, and I was saving this to the end of the show, but I'm gonna say it now. If a, if a coach of a high school, nope, I'm not taking calls. I see some people raising their hand. Just hold off. I'm, I'm, I want to I want to talk with my with my YouTube rock star for a minute. If a coach um, molests children, okay, at, at a school, a coach molests players or, or cheerleaders or whatever, and um, or is accused of it. And then the the, the 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 kids come forward with the families to to to, to confront him, and he pays twenty four million dollars, okay, mm-hmm. and settles out of court and says, look, I, I ain't got nothing to say about it. I'm not going to deny it. I ain't got nothing to say. And I'm wondering with these same people, Sean, leave, drop their kids off at school to keep changing in the gym, keep doing what they want, and say, just pray, keep your mouth off the coach, judge ye not. <laughs> That ye be judged, and let's just don't talk about it. Don't talk about the coach. I guarantee you, these same folks that are all over us about these pastors, Eddie Long, and so forth, would rethink that thing if it was in their backyard. You know the old accolade, build more prisons, but just not in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is if a coach look at Penn State. Oh my God, we love talking about that. Oh my. God, I was watching CNN over and over and over. I heard this. I know, did you hear this? What he said? He said I saw him in the shower, and I heard the rhythmic slapping. Yeah. And I peeped around the door, and I saw the boy bent over. Oh, we can talk about that all freaking day. I mean, I, I've even heard sermons mention that. That's okay. It's okay to talk about coaches. It's okay to talk about principals. But keep your mouth off the preachers. Yeah. Talk about the preachers. Yeah. And then like you said, this man is has not let, let, let me go let, let me do something. I'm I'm kind of ahead of myself, but let me do this. I wanted to hear some wanted you to hear something and I'm gonna play it later. Well, I I I'm not gonna get to that right now. Um yeah, here it is. Since you brought this up, 
I wanted people to listen to this this man. And we got a lot of callers now listening, and I'm not taking any calls right now. I'm just I'm just talking. This man, Creflo Dollar, Sean. You are you in the in the Georgia area? No, I'm in Texas. Okay, okay. He's in Atlanta. And what happened was when Bishop Eddie Long had that situation, I guess some people actually prayed about it, and maybe the Holy Spirit told him to go to Creflo's church. I don't know. But they said, well, look, we don't want to stay here because this man has accusations against him, and we're not comfortable with Totally, totally okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Right. But Creflo chose to say, I don't want you here. Leave. And I want to play, I got just a couple of minutes of that, and I'm going to play that for some of these folk holding. When you have a wreck, you expect for God to forgive you and everybody else. Don't let the preacher have a wreck now. Then you become self-righteous and you become judgmental. And you're going to leave the preacher for his wreck when you don't have more wrecks. That preacher's still anointed to do what he was called to do. He just had a wreck. The blood will take care of his issues just like it will take care of yours. And I just can't believe that people would leave their preacher because he had a wreck. Instead of praying for him. I mean, boy, that, that, that pastor, he's loved him and he's taken care of him and he's given to him and he's done that and he's did this and that. Okay, so he had a wreck. You had some wrecks? I'm thinking, man, the mercy God showed on you, but you couldn't show it to the preacher? And then the gossip that's in the body of Christ over a preacher that had a wreck? He had a wreck. Here's the good news. He got insurance. Oh, you clap your hands now. Oh, but let's, um, let's, let me have a wreck. You clap your hands. I want to see how many of y'all Negroes going to still be here. Okay, all right. I... How many of y'all precious saints of God? See, the preacher in the city here, he's still going to go to heaven. He's cleansed. He's all right. And if you from that church that you know I'm talking about, you trying to join here, I don't want you to join here. You need to go and join where you're supposed to be. I don't want you here. That is my, that is my friend. That is my brother in the Lord. And if you came from there, you get on back over there where you're supposed to be and do what you're supposed to be doing. What do you think, Sean? Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, listened to that, and um, I just, it was just amazing to me that he would direct those people back there, as if somehow <laughs> judging Long's actions is wrong and making a decision for yourself. You know, right. that you don't want to be there anymore, as if that's wrong. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Right. And another thing, he said that, um, he said that basically he is forgive. he he is repentant, he's okay, he's going to go to heaven. Right. And <laughs> the way I listen to this thing, it sounds like the people sitting in the, in the, in the, in the pews, are the bad guys, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so let me get this right. Eddie Long was accused 
of having sex with boys. He didn't deny it. He paid him $24 million. People decided mm-hmm. to leave. But when they come to Creflo's church, they're the bad guys. Yep. <laughs> not Eddie. Not Eddie Long. Listen. And basically, the heck with the kids, the, 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 the young boys he, he has. They're the bad guys, too. Exactly. They're the bad yeah. guys. The parishioners that don't, uh, well, the people that worship that and no longer wish to worship other bad guys. Anybody that's listening that has an opposite opinion of his is the bad guy. If you gossip, as he says, which means talk about it, that's a threat that most of these so-called um, Christians at these particular churches use to get you to stop talking about it. And it works. People go right. on these blogs and they get on Facebook and they might type, what, what's this I heard about Bishop Long? Somebody come in there, hey, look, keep your mouth off the bishop. Um, yeah. Uh, you just need to pray for him. We just need to leave him alone and pray. Well, yeah. I tell you what. I tell you what. If somebody, if somebody does something, and if somebody shoots you, if you get shot, I told Cam this, and she'll be on a little bit later. Sometimes praying just ain't enough, and there's nowhere exactly. in the Bible. Because I know that she said that you are, you you are SAV on the saved. I, I, yeah. I, Said you that you SAV. We all like that, Sean. Ain't none of us perfect. Ain't none of us perfect. But if you, you know, shoot somebody, if I get shot, Sean, don't stand over me and pray. Don't say pray for him. Look, dial nine one one, then pray. Exactly, exactly. That's that's that is what I, that's what I've been trying to get people to understand. Just because you forgive a person, that does not that doesn't mean that you don't have a responsibility in doing something. And I need to say this: I think that people like Eddie Long and uh, Creflo Dollar, I've you know, been listening to them for years because my family, you know, my my one of my uncles is a minister. We have a church and all this stuff, and that's where I grew up. I grew up in the uh, Baptist Black Church. Okay. And so we followed the Creflo Dollars and the Eddie Long for as long as I can remember but what I can say is you know a lot of times we as Christians we are so insecure in our Christianity and our spiritual walk that we allow people in certain things to get in that shouldn't be you know certain things certain things that they say to get in that shouldn't be there and um they these people they have you know they're predators they want spiritual they want your power they want your money they want the you know your spiritual power and they these things away from people and you see them reach this megastar status and this is supposed to be about people's walk with God not about how much you can accumulate while you're on this planet so then you have a man like Eddie Long wrapped in a scroll called the king and what does that have to do with what he did you know what does that have to do how is he atoning for what he did you know I, I think there's a huge disconnect and people continue to defend these guys and it's like, what about you? You know, what where, What about you? Why are you defending this man? He has taken, you know, money, you know, taken people's spiritual ener- energy to get mm-hmm. powerful. What about you? What are you What are you working on for you? Why are you defending him? You know, I, I, I don't understand that. I, I just don't understand why people get all caught up in this. Now, now, now here's another angle that you might you might not have thought of. Maybe you have. And this is one of the main reasons I decided to do this show, uh, actually. Um, 
a lot of people saw my video for the show and and the title and they shunned it. They they push it away. It's just another Eddie Long bashing show. Uh, one of my uh, friends said that I don't believe in openly criticizing a pastor. Openly criticizing a pastor. But here's one of my my main reasons. Now, um, let's just take Eddie Long for example, because I don't care. He he's accused and he didn't deny it. He you know he paid twenty four million dollars, which to me is indicative of guilt. I said it. Yeah. I said yeah. it. It's indicative of guilt. Okay. You don't give nobody twenty four million dollars unless mm-hmm. there's some validity. That's just my opinion. Now everybody sees that. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. But for some reason, people can look beyond that. But but that's not my point. My point is, you got he, one time he had like twenty thousand members, mm-hmm. and you got these mega pastors, these big time respectable black pastors. Now, when they get respected, Sean, believe me, they get respected. I mean, really, at one time, Eddie Long was the man. Yeah. I heard he was a bit arrogant. Uh, he was a bit uh, condescending. I don't know this to be true. I can't judge his character, but I can say this. You see how people treat people. If, if you if, if you go forward and you say, Eddie Long molested me, or if another boy comes forward, look at what he has to face. He's got yeah. a full of people that are ready to hate on him. Ain't nobody in that church going to love him. He's got, he's got an array of of people on Facebook, the social media world, that's ready to defend his 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 molester or his 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 his, his alleged molester, yeah. and then look at the signal waves this is sending throughout the black communities for people, even in small churches, that are, that are having this problem. And they don't know who to talk to because the church, we give our, in other words, we give our black pastors too much power. Exactly. We give them too exactly. much power. This guy, um, listen to this. This is Daryl Gilead. Daryl Gilead was arrested. He was a pastor of a church, and he had sex with girls 14 and 15 as pastor. Okay, and then they found out. They arrested him. He did his time. He was found guilty. He did his time. He got out. Okay, after three years, he's a he's a registered sex offender. He's on probation. Okay, so he decides to come back to the church and preach. Listen to this, and I'm gonna ask you a question about it. Uh, this is the news story. It's a little over a minute, but here's here's th- that sets it up, and here's what's going on with it. It was a heated and contentious protest outside a local church. Men and women divided over whether a registered sex offender should be allowed to preach from the pulpit. This protest came yesterday after Daryl Gilliard served as a guest pastor at the Christ Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church. Gilliard recently served a three-year prison sentence for molesting two teenage girls. To comply with his sex offender status, the church tells wow. Channel 4 children were not allowed to be at the main service. But as Channel 4's Vicki Pierre tells us, even that had the community reacting. No one was here at this church to make their voices known about this particular protest, but the men and women out here made their voices loud and clear, 
so did a lot of supporters. There were only a handful of them, but the protests and confrontations were loud. I am not speaking for Shiloh. I'm speaking for myself. Brother, Lord Christ, but Daryl Gilliard got to go. That's right. These are children. Daryl Gilliard must go. Daryl Gilliard must go. Daryl Gilliard must go. Members of the New Black Panthers came to the Christ Tabernacle Missionary Baptist Church with a protest and a clear message. In this church will allow Daryl Gilliard, a predator, to come in and speak through the bike door and teach the congregation and then say the children must go to another building. He should not be allowed to pastor any churches. But with as many people who came to protest Gilliard's preaching at this church, just as many came to support him. If you read your Bible, your Bible tells you, let him without sin, and this came from Jesus' mouth, let him without sin cast the first stone. What would Jesus say if he was standing here like allow that? Him to be a and Jesus would not be doing what you're doing. How you know that? Jesus, because I, I read my Bible and you should read yours. Members of this church say children will not be allowed into the main service when Pastor Gilliard is on the pulpit, they believe God gives many, many second chances. <laughs> now, listen to this, Sean. Now, if you look at the video, which I got on soulofamericaradio.com, you'll only notice about maybe four or five people protesting against him being there. Everybody else out there was supporting him. Now, the news people were generous in saying that half the people were supporting him, half one. Let me tell you, it was more people supporting that man than not. So in, in my opinion, the, 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 we as a black community really give our preachers a lot of power. Yeah. And this yeah, man well, walks, and yeah. Go ahead. Well, you, 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 um, in the opening for the show, you mentioned the secrets, um, you know, within the black church and stuff like that. A lot of this stuff starts in the family. You find that there are all kinds of, you know, abuse, sexual abuse in families, and these things grow out into our community, you know. And so you have people in families keeping secrets for other people who they know molest children. The same thing and supporting them and everything. Same thing in church. People supporting molesters. They know people who've done real bad things, and they're still. Well, you know, God forgives them. and God, Well, God may forgive them. That's fine. But I don't want my children around. You know, right. that's, that's, you know, whatever you want to believe where God is concerned, that is fine. But it's up to me to keep children safe, you know. So. And I don't understand how this isn't spread over to the Eddie Long situation because the only difference was this guy went to trial and was found guilty. Eddie Long, pretty much, according to the way things work uh, with with, uh, with the court system, he said, look, I don't have to go to court. Um, I just go ahead and pay these guys money to avoid it. Yeah. And I pretty much will assume that uh, they won't be able to write books because I'm going to pay a lot of money. Exactly. See why he don't have people out there going, Eddie Long must go. <laughs> I just don't see it. When I come back, I'm going to have another chick, uh, fat chick clip. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. Can you hang around a little bit longer? Yes, I can. Okay, we'll be right back. We want to thank you for listening to us each and every week here at SOAR. Monday nights, you want to listen to us so you can be in the ladies' room with Gwen, Janice, and Cam I Am. These young ladies have one of the hottest 
shows on the Soul of America Radio. Join them at 8 o'clock Central Time, 6 Pacific and 9 Eastern, right here on the Soul of America Radio. Call in tonight and speak with Tony at 323-784-9638 and press 1 to speak to the host. Also, check out our archives at www.soulofamericaradio.com. Do that after the show. Yes, what what are we forgiving for the the the, the you know 
I think, Sean, I believe that this one here, I wanted to play this before it got too far gone. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. Have you heard Bishop Morton, what he had to say about yeah. it? Yeah. No, I hadn't, I hadn't heard it. I hadn't heard it, but I know who Bishop Morton is. Yeah, listen to this. Uh, and this, He's talking about Eddie Long. He was one of the few preachers that had enough guts to speak directly to him. And I think his scripture puts everything to rest. Just listen to this. Bring forth therefore fruits suitable for repentance. If you have repented, show me some signs. Show me some humility. You can't just come and not tell me nothing. Tell me something. Those have, that have stood with you, tell us something. Tell your church something. And we all make mistakes, come short of the glory of God. But if I mess up, I've got to tell you something. So, so that's what the Bible says. And just one more passage of Scripture. I'm not doing a sermon on this, but I want you to know, because Paul said, I would not have you ignorant. I, I, there's some ignorant folk out there, but I don't want you to be ignorant as it relates to what God's Word said. And so just look for a moment at Luke 17, verses 3 and 4. And the Bible says, take heed to yourselves. Look at somebody tell them, you, you, you. If your brother trespass against you, rebuke him. I'm rebuking him today. Amen. You don't answer my calls no more. I'm rebuking you today. That's what the Bible told me to do. So I got the power to do that. And here's what the Bible says. And if he repent. And if he repent. Forgive him. I can't forgive somebody that does not repent. And that's why I love you, my brother, like you know I love you. Repent. Don't, don't worry about folk now. God can turn your situation around and give you a second chance. Just repent. It is very, very important that we understand this, people of God, because we don't, we don't want to do that. And I know somebody say, well, if he repents to God, that's enough. No, the Bible says if you do it before all, rebuke him before all. You've got to repent. I just need somebody to wave at him and say, we love you, Bishop Long. We love you. Now, that was one of the best responses I've heard. You've never heard that? that? Awesome. I haven't. That is very, very powerful. Because, you know, that, that's the thing. That's what I was trying to say in, in my video, is that if you if you just say you did something wrong or tell us what happened, <laughs> you, give, you give us a chance to create, you know, an opportunity to move past it. But to just not say anything, you know, and then to continue to act in this way, it makes it's very difficult, and he has the thing is he he has these guys who accused him of you know what he did, but you also create other victims in your in the people who follow you because you if you're deceit being deceptive, you're deceiving them as well. They are your victim as well. They're collateral damage, and it's like you are hurting people continuously. And and I think Bishop Morton was saying you know go ahead and repent, tell us what happened. And we can go ahead and move on. You won't keep everybody. That's, you know, that's not reality. People are going to follow. 
but at least you can live and walk truth, you know, and you can go and start to, you know, rebuild your life or rebuild your church, whatever you want to do, but at least you'll be starting from a place of truth, you know? Right. And, um, you give everybody, you give, you give us all a moment to just, you know, sigh and we can just, you know, go ahead and move on. But he's not doing that. He's he's just not doing that. No, and and he made a good point. Uh, that scripture, in my opinion, says if your brother trespasses against you, rebuke him. And rebuke is it, it, to rebuke somebody requires you to open your mouth. Okay. Yeah. And it requires you rebuking. You know, rebuking isn't a isn't a nice thing. And, and it, rebuking doesn't mean you're inviting him over for dinner. Right. It, it, it's right. not a good thing. So when the Bible, if if you're gonna if you're gonna go to the Bible about it and say, you know, the Bible says forgive, go get that scripture and realize that if he trespasses, well, you say, well, how do you know he trespassed? Well, like like he said, tell us something. Tell your church yeah. something. Tell the public something, because these boys saying something. These boys yeah. saying something. They saying you're having sex with them. And look, yeah. all of the facts were adding up. And, and Lord knows I'm not criticizing him. I'm not trying to uh, uh, bring him down. I'm just speaking the facts. If you are mm-hmm. accused of something and you do not sell, and you do and you say you're going to fight, and then you pay twenty four million dollars to cover it up, to me, you're not saying nothing. Exactly. You you don't you have no intention of fighting. That doesn't look like a fight to me, you know. Um, no, no, it, it's not a fight. And 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 honestly, I wanted to read something right quick. Uh, it's called the power. It's powerful information about a clergy. It's Jessica Heeslim, and it was in the Boston Herald. And it talks about now. This is very powerful. I mean, to me, it, it just oh my god. When I read it, I understood a little bit more about why it must be. It says that clergy abuse, and I'm going to read some and paraphrase some, clergy abuse in black churches of all denominations is vastly unreported. And young victims are too terrified, Sean, to come forward for fear of being blamed and banned from their close-knit family-oriented worship houses of worship. And I'm stopping here. That's what I said earlier when I was saying that now, Oh, uh, who's going to come forward with Eddie, Eddie Long now? He has survived this. I mean, they yeah. might come along to get another $24 million, Um, But back into the article, it says, It is much more widespread than any of us want to believe, said David Clohesse, the national director of Chicago-based Survivors Network of Those Abused by Priests or Pastors. Mm-hmm. All sexual abuse is underreported. We believe clergy sexual abuse more than most and clergy abuse in the minority communities communities is even less reported. Now people don't want yeah. to hear this, I'm sure. And I'm gonna lose some calls, but I'm I'm just being honest. Many don't come forward for the fear of the practical consequences and harm that can come that can surface. Who cited one black sexual abuse victim in the Midwest whose family depended on the church food. If you remember Eddie Long's first victim, he said that he didn't want to stop the abuse because he was he was supporting him. He was giving his mom money. Exactly. He didn't want to stop. He said he wanted to, but he couldn't. Did, did you recall that interview? Yeah, I remember. I remember that. That's you know, I remember them saying that he actually recruited some of these guys, and he went to he you know, it was a concerted effort to go to certain families that didn't have you know fathers in the home, single parent households, and bring right. those guys into his organization and all this stuff. Let me just say this: the clergy, especially where the Catholic Church and all this stuff is concerned, it seems to me once. 
certain people, certain groups reach a threshold when it comes to money, they are infallible. Like Bishop Eddie Long, for example. Uh, some people on, on my video were saying that um, he was exonerated or found innocent, and that case never went to trial. So he was not, the case, it didn't happen. But they think that because he paid these guys off. And right. that's, it seems to be happening. Money, and that's why I say people get, you know, you give these people spiritual power and your money, and they become monsters because this is what they can do. They can get away with anything. And, you know, and then you have people, you have people convinced that, you know, they are God. People actually believe you can't say anything that bad about them as God. And it's like, this is just a man. You know, he's existing in this world just like mm. we are. He's just a man. He just happens to have a whole, whole, whole lot of money. And he can do a whole, whole lot of things with it. But that does not mean that, you know, he can, that we can't sit him down and say, listen, you are doing bad things, Okay. What what do you need from us to help you? Because I believe anybody can be forgiven. I think that anybody can change. God can, you know, do wonderful things in people's lives. But you got to first admit it. You know, you got to first step back mm -hmm. and look at the situation and call it what it is, you know. Oh, yeah. And and this gentleman, Claude Hesse, uh, he, uh, of course, was the survivor, with the Survivors Network of Those Abused by Priests and Pastors. He said that ministers are often held in um uh, Ministers are often held in minority cultures in higher esteem than most others. Listen to this. Yes. The tendency of the church community is to gather around the minister and to protect the minister almost to the point of blindness. And yes. he said that comes out of this realization that the church is basically all we got. And he said that these churches are largely closed, protective communities and victims are just loath to say anything for fear of being ostracized. There it is yeah. in a nutshell, Sean. There it is. Yeah. It, this man is protected by the church community. And, and look at it along. If you walked in there and if we did any of this in there, I wouldn't doubt it if somebody would, wouldn't get physical with us for saying the yeah. things we're saying. Yeah, you know, I was talking, I was having a conversation with my mom earlier, and she was saying that, you know, she wonders sometimes if they have it, these ministers have people so caught up in them, and not, you know, not God, but in them, that, you know, they would be willing to do bad things for them, you know, um, mm -hmm. to protect them and stuff like that. Um, and I, I don't think that that's too far from the truth because the people are, are already defending them just blindly. And I'm like, what will it take for you to just see this person for who he is, you know, yeah. and not this person, this character or this that you've created in your mind? And I think that a, a part of our problem is, like I said, we're our, our Christianity, we have very little confidence and where God is concerned, we don't want to deal with ourselves a lot of times. And I, I'm guilty of this too. Um, but we don't want to deal with ourselves sometimes. So we will just say that somebody else can do it. Like let's let the bishop handle it. Let's let the bishop pray for us instead of praying for ourselves. Right. Let's let the bishop do it instead of doing it ourselves. You know? So I, I think that's, you know, a part of our problem too. Oh yeah, uh, the 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 pastors uh, and and the last of this article uh, really sums it up to me. The black church is about the only strong, and I agree with this. It says the black church is about the only strong and lasting black institution that we have, and for the reason it's re and for that reason it's revered by members of the church. 
uh, he said, and Minnesota Minnesota attorney Jeff Anderson, who represents a black victim, in a case against a black Baptist preacher, said black ministers, listen to this, black ministers exercise so much power and influence over parents and children, it's extremely difficult for victims to speak up. And then, Sean, when they speak up, look what happens. Look what yeah. happens. They're they ostracized. Them like, yeah, you know, the funny thing like about this long situation is when the, kid, when, when, the, when the young men came out and began to speak, people couldn't ignore the sincerity of that first guy. I can't think of his name. When he was in the, talking about in the shower trying to wash the man's scent off of him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people couldn't ignore that. But these people still went to church Sunday and rallied around that man. I, and I don't understand. Some of the some of the now some of the folks left. You know, he lost a lot of members, but only to go to Creflo's church and be told to get back over there where you're supposed yeah. to be and do what you're supposed to be doing. And you Negroes will be glad if I fail. I don't understand it, Sean. I don't understand the anger. Why are they mad because either. this man that this man was accused of? Ha- why are they mad because these people decided I don't want to be under this anointing that he's got. I don't want to be I, here. I I, I don't understand it. I, I mean, I really don't. I, I've, you know, been in situations where you say something about someone, and they're like, "Well, you don't say that. You don't say that." You know, this it's like, but it's the truth. Am I lying about it? No, I'm the truth. Why can't I tell the truth? If they, these people didn't feel comfortable there, what's wrong with that? Like, I don't understand why you would tell someone to go somewhere that they don't feel comfortable anymore. I don't get that. Well. The thing about it is, and 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 in, in looking at the big picture, and I said it earlier in the show, and when I said about four callers dropped, which is fine. The <laughs> thing about it is, is that if you've got people, okay, when people are talking about pray for it alone, pray for it alone, pray for Bishop alone, get the man of God out your mouth, pray for him, pray for him, pray, forgive him, forgive him, forgive him, forgive him. Well, nobody got on uh, Facebook, any of these social medias, and really rallied around those four young men. No, they didn't. Now, they did not. They did not. Uh, now, the problem with that is, and, I, and I'm going to say it again, because it's like one of those Spike Lee wake-up moments in his movie. The problem <laughs> is, is somewhere in America right now, there's a young girl that goes to church, choir practice, or some type of church function, and she's being molested. There's some boys right now that are under a pastor with powerful influence. She's, he's being molested, but he's afraid because he can't talk to anybody because this right. man is so respected, this man is so revered. He's seen the stuff they do with Eddie Long, and he's scared to death, you see, yeah. because of this power this man has. Eddie Long did what he did, it, whether he did it or not. It, it looks pretty bad to pay $24 million and then uh, and, and put a gag order on it. It looks very bad. And so that gives, that sends the message to the people that are out there that are victims, well, I'm not going to go for it because, number one, I'm just going to get embarrassed. And, uh, the, and, and they don't have – their pastor might not have $24 million uh, uh, to hand over to them. You know, he just has this powerful disrespect. So it's sending mixed messages, Sean. We've got kids out there and that that are that are going through this that can't afford to say nothing because this man is 
is, uh, you know, the black church has helped out a lot of people, true enough, like in Eddie Long's situation. He's paying, mm-hmm. he, he, pay, he was taking them boys on spending trips. He was helping his mom out, giving her cash money. He was buying them cars, giving them apartments. They didn't want to stop that. They didn't want to exactly. stop that. So exactly. I think it's, it's, it's really the abuse of power that bothers me. And it's the lack of participation from other members. They would just rather just stand around this man and protect yeah, him. And that's a very that's a very good point because I feel like, you know, even in the case of the you know, the Catholic Church and the San Dusky case, there people, other people know. So why is it that nobody is saying anything? You know, you can tell me that this happened no none of the people around long know. You know, why is people keeping things so under wraps? Like, why? how are you allowing this person to hurt children, you know, or hurt teenagers or whatever? How how, how do you see yourself at night? How do you rectify that? What do you tell yourself and what do you pray when you pray to God? How do you make that okay? I, I don't understand how they do that, you know. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and the thing about it was, when you look at it overall, the bad guy, like right now, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad yeah. guy. Uh, I've already gotten a few texts. Now, now, people love you. I've gotten some comments. You know, she's great. <laughs> but, her, but the thing about it is, is that I'm the bad guy. Uh, I, I, and, in fact, I've gotten some uh, comments and emails before the show that weren't really appropriate uh, because I was doing this show. I had a couple of friends of mine that was pastors that had friction with me because of the show. And for the life of me, for the life of me, I can't understand that. I cannot understand it. How in the world can you forget about children? Listen to this. Listen to this, Sean. This man here, Pastor Edwin House, and his wife were arrested in Crescent, Oklahoma, charged with five counts of lewd molestation, uh, uh, perpetrated two underage foster girls, under their care. He was the pastor of a particular church, and he was released on bail. Now, the court accepted his uh, 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 guilty plea, gave him five years. He's registered as a sex offender. My, my my thing is this. If those two girls hadn't come forward and he'd been convicted, how many more would he have gotten to? Exactly. And, and it's like, the, this, oh, come on, people, come on, be honest. This man gave these boys $24 million. Right. And right. he's still in that spiritual authority position. How many how many principals can do this? How many principals can be accused of molesting children in their school and say, shh, let me just give you $24 million and keep yeah, that exactly. job? How many? How many? None. I, I guarantee <laughs> you they get him out of there with the quickness. Exactly. And it's it's because he has so much money and so much influence, just like the Catholic Church, that that he's allowed to get away with this type of stuff, you know. And um, people continue to back him, you know. And they it's like you it's like they're picking this man over children, basically. And and I don't I don't know I don't really care who the person is. If your 16-year-old son is engaged in an inappropriate relationship with a 40-plus-year-old man, that should anger you. That should upset you to the point that you want to do something about it. You know, not say, let's forgive him, forgive him and sweep it under the rug, you know. 
Now, I, I'm like you. I can see if he admit. you know, uh, I like to talk about this. And it's really not, well, it, yeah, it's, it's sort of the same. But he didn't abuse, he, he just was, was, as they say, a whole. Bill Clinton, uh, mm-hmm. with this Monica Lewinsky thing, he got up and he said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And, you know, <laughs> I, do, I did a pretty good, good Bill. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Okay, well, people are like, oh, wow, cool, Bill. Well, let me think about it. When Monica produced that dress with the sperm on it and said, hey, get this for DEA, D- DNA, he just put a hand up. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. He came out the next morning. He squared his shoulders off, had Hillary behind him. He said, yeah. I've not been truthful to the American people. I mean, he just yeah. came out and said it. I lied. Basically, is what he said. Exactly. And do you know that man is still respected today? He has one of the highest approval ratings of a president in history, and he's not even in office anymore. And this man got, so, look, I don't mean yeah. to be disrespectful, this man got a head job in the Oval Office. Yes. And Mary. said he did. But the difference yes. is, and I believe, had he been quiet, had he been secretive and tried to keep it, he wouldn't have got the respect that he uh, that, that he gets now. But he was, this other guy, who was this little guy named Wiener, the guy that had the tweet? Yeah, yeah he Anthony Wiener. About it. Yeah. Oh, they talked about him like a dog. Winner, winner. But he said that he did that. When them pictures came out and he couldn't say they were photoshopped, and he walked yep. up like he was chewing gum, and said, <laughs> and said, "Yep, I was in. I did. I had an inappropriate relationship." Blah blah blah. It went away, Sean. You exactly. never heard anything thing else about Wiener and his little situation. You yep, never exactly. And people respected him after he said, "Yes, I was inappropriate." And that's the thing exactly. about it. Long, Eddie it, it Long, in my in my opinion, will never have my respect until he comes out and says the first thing I would have wanted my pastor to say, Sean, is, "No, I didn't do it, and these things are false. They are lies." Exactly. I don't, you you're younger than me, but my boy Clarence Thomas, when he had that Anita Hill situation, he he came out the next day. He said, "I emphatically." And categorically deny each and every allegation. You couldn't say nothing, but boy, I think he disagreed with her. Yeah. <laughs> he said it straight out. Yeah. And this guy, well, they said Eddie Long, in, in Eddie Long's. Go, go ahead. I was just gonna say they said in Eddie Long's case that the guys they had they were going through like some some issues at first, but. They, other guy came forward, the last guy came forward, and then all of a sudden he decided he wanted to go ahead and settle. So evidently this last guy had information. Um, they did a news story on him, I think, in Georgia. It's, I think it's somewhere online. He came forward, and then all of a sudden Long was like, okay, I want to go ahead and settle the case. So something, oh, something yeah. happened. Yeah, something happened. He Between him saying he had the five stones and he hadn't thrown one right. to him settling you know, the case, Something has happened, you know. Right. And this last guy, he was, he, I think he dressed a little differently, didn't he? Yeah, he was, he was, uh, I think he, yeah, he, on, online, he had like the, the hair and he even had some type of tattoo and all this stuff. So he was in deep. He oh, was in yeah. pretty deep. Well, yeah. well, look, hang around just a few more minutes. We're about to, we're about to wrap up the show and uh, I'm oh, okay. going to say a few more things. I want you to give some information, okay? Okay. All right, hang around. Listening to Tony Stallings Live on the Soul of America Radio. One less bell. 
We've got something that we want you to check out on our website. Go to www.soulofamericaradio.com and click on Hot Topics. Go ahead and give us some feedback, let us know what's on your mind, or even post what you think would be good show topics. We got our ears open. We're ready for you. Also, give us a call at our studio line. This is not the number that we give out on the air to receive calls on the show. This is just our office number. Give us a shout out at 877-318-8772. We'd like to hear from you. You take care. I'm Tony Stallings, and you're listening to Tony Stallings Live on the Soul of America Radio. got something that you want to say and you're holding right now on the phone, press 1 to speak to the host. That'll put you in the caller's queue. Also, if you're listening on the internet, you can dial 323-784-9638. Press 1 to speak to Tony.
Major Harris, baby. How many of y'all making babies out there tonight? Oops. I didn't say that, did I? This is a Christian show. Can't be talking like that. Welcome back to Tony Stallings Live on the Soul of America Radio, or the acronym SOA. And we're wrapping up a show tonight about the black clergy and the church. And with me is my main girl, Fat Chick Skinny. What's going on? You still there, Sean? Yes, I am. Well, look, it's been pleasure. I have really enjoyed you tonight, and due to time, I'm going to have to wrap it up, but I want you to tell people how they can connect with you to get some of that good information and just share with you and stay uh, topic-inclined. How can they reach you on, on all of your mediums, YouTube and the blog and so forth? Okay. Um. First, let me just thank you for the opportunity. This was, this was amazing, so I want to thank you. Um. People can reach me at youtube.com forward slash fat skinny. Um, you can you can even email me at fatchickskinny at gmail.com. So those two things. And the, my, my YouTube channel will give you a direct link to my blog as well. So. Wow. Well, it's been a blast, and I'm hoping that we get to hear more from you on the Soul of America Radio because you're speaking just like I feel and a lot of the hosts here so we're going to hope to hear you back soon listen in with us and keep us informed and I'm going to be checking you out too okay okay anytime anytime alright well I appreciate it fat chick skinny thank you you guys have a good evening you too be blessed everybody I tell you it's been a wild one tonight and you know I want to wrap this thing up by saying that um it's okay it's okay to to to, um, to speak out. It's okay to, to step out. Tonight I stepped out because uh, a lot of people were not feeling this topic. A lot of people thought it was just bashing, and no, no, it's not bashing. What I'm doing tonight is not bashing. Uh, what I'm doing tonight is I am allowing people to realize that we have got a, a cancer that's growing within the black church community, people, and we cannot stick our heads in the sand. You can ignore me. You can hang up the calls. You cannot listen to me. You can turn your head. You can put it right back in your rectum or in the sand. But the problem ain't going away. And I don't care how much you ignore me. I don't care how much you go on my page and put these little cute scriptures about getting your mouth off the prophet. I don't care how much you come onto my page or how much you duck and dodge me when I have these topics. You can't run from it when it's affecting your kids. Now, I don't know Bishop Eddie Long personally. I don't know none of these pastors I've spoken of tonight personally. But I know one thing. I've got four kids. Two of them are grown, right? And, and my oldest, you can't you can't touch him because that boy, you know, he he's six six two. He can fend for himself. He's a grown man. My daughter. But let me just say this: when you got children, and you got situations like the ones that's happening now, you can't afford to stick your royal head in the sand. 
Now, I'm sick of this. I'm tired of this. That's why I came forward. I'm not worried about the retributions. I'm not worried about folk that got problems with me saying this. The only thing I'm concerned about is that we're allowing this to to go on and just ignore it. I don't I don't think that um, there's a person alive that would sit up and watch somebody get raped. But yet, that's what we're doing. We're watching these kids get raped. We're watching these young men lose their lives and their manhoods and their reputations. So we can rally around these people of power and tell them how big they are, how how, how much influence they got. My my great grandfather was a member of the clergy. I have I have I actually have pastoral credentials. Okay? But my great grandfather was a minister, uh was a bishop actually. And I saw the way he was treated, and that was way back in the in the in the sixties and seventies. We didn't have all this technology, um, but it's a powerful position in the black community. We depend on our clergy. Now, with that being said, let me give one uh, uh, thing. This isn't every black church. There are some good, decent, honest black churches out there. The majority of them are. But just because I've got cancer, and one, you know, if I get cancer in my in, in a spot on my body, my whole body is is affected. Am I right? The the cancer doesn't just affect. Uh, if I get it in the lungs, it, you know, the the rest of me is not just okay. You know, it it doesn't mean that uh, I'm okay because I just got it in the lung. My whole body is affected. And Jesus said the body, the, the church is a body. So I'm trying to talk to everybody and tell them, look, people, wake up. Let's try to realize that these kids are dependent on us. Okay? I, I could rant and shout. I could be bulldog, like a friend of mine said. I act like a bulldog last week. I'm through with the bulldog stuff. I really am. I didn't take any calls tonight because I didn't want to. I wanted to talk. Not because I like to hear me talk, but I had something to say. And my time is running out, but listen, people. It's okay to pray. There's nowhere in the Bible where Jesus said that when something like this happened, you just pray. When they drug the woman to him that was caught in the act, he didn't say just pray for her. So, I want you to take a long, hard look at it tonight. It's Friday night. You're sipping on something nice. And you're going to have a great day this weekend. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank my producer. I want to thank the people that were that did have enough balls to listen. I want to thank the, uh, the ones that are on the Internet listening and everyone else. Uh, you can write me at Tony at soulofamericaradio.com let me know what you're thinking or you can dial 877-318-8221 and uh, let me know what's on your mind until then it's been a blast talking with you and I've gotten a point across and I'm I'm getting text messages as we speak (laughs) 
I love y'all, okay? Y'all be blessed. Be easy. This is Tony Stalling's Live. I got some more stuff coming up. Remember, Monday in the ladies' room, one of the hottest shows on the Soul of, Soul of America radio with Gwen, Janice, and the missing Cam I Am, who was supposed to be here tonight, but something must have come up. Y'all be blessed. Be careful. And keep soaring, everybody. I'm Tony Stallings. I love you, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Be cool. Take care. Thank you.